for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. Welcome to Living Life. May you be filled with the joy of the Lord as you spend time in His presence today. Growing up, did you have a mentor in your life? Maybe a teacher, a pastor, or an older brother or sister in Christ who helped guide you and encourage you on your faith journey? For me personally, I've had some wonderful godly older brothers who helped me um, tremendously in my faith journey. There were many times where I had questions about the Bible. I felt lost and confused. I needed some prayer and encouragement, and they were there for me during those times. But most importantly of all, they all pointed me to Christ. We may all have had different mentors at different points in our lives. And those mentors are probably people who made a positive impact in the growth and maturity of our faith. Mentoring and discipleship is very important. And as followers of Jesus, we are all called to take part in discipleship. We see discipleship at work in today's passage through Moses and Joshua. We also see the glory of God appearing as a consuming fire to the people of Israel. So let's take a look at today's passage now. Exodus chapter 24, verses 12 through 18. The Lord said to Moses, Come up to me on the mountain and stay here, and I will give you the tablets of stone with the law and commandments I have written for their instruction. Then Moses set out with Joshua his aide, and Moses went up on the mountain of God. He said to the elders, Wait here for us until we come back to you. Aaron and Hur are with you, and anyone involved in a dispute can go to them. When Moses went up on the mountain, the cloud covered it, and the glory of the Lord settled on Mount Sinai. For six days the cloud covered the mountain, and on the seventh day the Lord called to Moses from within the cloud. To the Israelites, the glory of the Lord looked like a consuming fire on top of the mountain. Then Moses entered the cloud as he went on up the mountain, and he stayed on the mountain 40 days and 40 nights. Welcome back to Living Life. At the beginning of today's passage, we see that God is calling Moses to come up to him on the mountain. God is going to give Moses tablets of stone upon which he will write down the instructions and commands that, he, that Moses is to give to the people. These are the stone tablets upon which God's commands will be written. Can you imagine re receiving tablets of stone with the commandments of God written by his own finger? It's quite amazing and awesome to think about that. Moses also brings along his assistant, Joshua. Who is this Joshua? Joshua is the one who will take on the leadership of Israel after Moses. Joshua is the one who will help lead the Israelites to the promised land. 
So Joshua is gaining valuable hands-on experience as as he is being trained under Moses, and this will help prepare him for his future calling as a leader. He is watching and seeing how Moses interacts with God and serves as the mediator between the nation of Israel and God. This is a role that he will later have to follow as he leads the Israelites. Discipleship is something that we are all called to as disciples of Jesus. In the Great Commission, Jesus called us to go out and make disciples of all nations. We can see another great example of discipleship in the Bible with the Apostle Paul and Timothy. Paul was a great mentor to Timothy, helping him to grow in his knowledge of the Word and also encouraging him to live out his life as a true disciple of Jesus. We should all have a mentor in our lives like Paul, an older brother or sister in Christ who mentors us and helps us to grow and mature in our faith. At the same time, we should all also have a Timothy in our lives, a younger brother or sister in Christ that we can mentor and disciple, helping them to grow and mature in their faith. We should be like iron sharpening iron. I think back to the mentors in my life that have helped shape my faith journey in many positive ways. They were a great encouragement to me in helping me to grow as a man after God's own heart. At the same time, they were not afraid to call me out, to rebuke me, or give me tough love when it was needed. And this was all out of a heart of love to help me grow and keep me accountable. As I continue to have these older brothers encourage me and mentor me, I am now also entering a stage where I am mentoring a younger brother in Christ. And it is so encouraging to see the growth that all of us are experiencing through this journey of faith together. So as we go back to today's passage, we can see that Moses and Joshua have gone up the mountain. And during this time when Moses and Joshua are away, who will lead the Israelites? Now, Moses is the human leader of the Israelites, and with him going away, the other leaders and the other uh, people were wondering, who is going to lead us when Moses is gone? The answer is, it will be Aaron and Hur, who will be in charge while Moses is gone. Unfortunately, we will see in later chapters how they didn't do such a great job while Moses was away, but that is for another Living Life devotional at a later time. So as Moses climbed up the mountain, we see that the glory of the Lord settled down on Mount Sinai and a cloud covered it for six days. To the Israelites who were waiting at the base of the mountain, God's glory appeared as a consuming fire. God has been referenced as a consuming fire in other passages as well. In Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 24, it says, For the Lord your God is a consuming fire, a jealous God. In Hebrews chapter 12, verse 29, for our God is a consuming fire. Fire is a common image that represents the Lord's presence. It symbolizes and stands for the perfect holiness of God. This fire also points to that which will consume all those who are deserving of God's wrath and judgment. Because of our sins, we all deserved to be consumed by the fire of God. But because of His great love for us, we have been saved from the fire of wrath and judgment through His Son, Jesus Christ. Fire can also be seen as something that purifies and refines. There is a great praise song called Refiner's Fire. Maybe some of you know this song. 
Their lyrics talk about how we should have the heart to desire to have our hearts purified by God so that we can be like gold and precious silver. When gold is refined, it is heated at a very high temperature so that all the impurities can be separated and taken out. Then what you have left is pure gold. When we are refined by the refiner's fire, it can be painful, but it is very necessary for us to get rid of all the impurities and all the sin in our life so that we will be pure and holy, set apart for God so that we can be ready to do His will. In today's passage, we can see discipleship in action as Joshua is slowly being trained and equipped and prepared to take on the role of leadership after Moses. Discipleship is an important process by which we can all grow and mature in our faith and relationship with Jesus. It is also the call that Jesus has given to all of his disciples so that we can go out and make disciples of all nations. We can also see in today's passage that our God is a consuming fire. He is perfect and his holiness cannot be in the presence of sin. For us as sinners, we deserve the fire of God's wrath. Thankfully, our God is also a God of love, a God of grace, and a God of mercy. Because of what Christ has done on the cross for us, you and I, as sinners, can now experience true freedom as we are now no longer consumed by the fire of God's wrath. But instead, we have been given new life through the resurrection of Jesus, who made a way when there was no way. But now we are able to enter into an intimate relationship with the Father as His children. May we all have our hearts purified and refined by the refiner's fire so that we can have pure hearts as we enjoy deeper intimacy with Jesus. I hope and pray for all of us today that we can take on the call to make disciples of all nations. And discipleship is such an important part of our journey. We should all be involved in making disciples and being discipled as well. Let us also take time to reflect and give thanks for Jesus, who has bore all the wrath and punishment that we deserved out of his great love for us. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you that you have set the great example before us, that you made a way when there was no way, that you bore all the wrath and punishment that we deserved, Lord. We deserve the fire of the Father's wrath but you bore all of that so that instead of the wrath and punishment, we now can experience new life and true freedom through your victory on the cross. May we always give you thanks. May we always remember that we need to be holy as you are holy. May you purify and refine our hearts so that all sins and impurities can be taken out and we can be pure, spotless, and blameless before you in your presence. We also thank you for the call that you have given us for discipleship. May we all be people who disciple others and be discipled as well. May we continue to follow your call to make disciples of all nations. May we obey you heart, mind, body, and soul and continue to help others grow and mature, be trained and equipped through the Holy Spirit to do your kingdom-building work so that your gospel can be spread. 
May we continue to share the love and good news of Jesus to all so that all will hear and know and become part of your family. We love you and we thank you. And we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Reaching a further and stepping in closer, see Jesus.